We are live at the 7.30 a.m. hour with your host, Big Hoot Dog McIntyre. Dude, I thought I would start to get bored of this. Yeah. For every time I hear it. it Where'd you find it? We're live at the start. It, it's, it's one of the pre, preset songs that come with uh the the roadcaster the the sound mixer if you saw me in a restaurant wearing this exact outfit would you assume that i'm like an eccentric billionaire or would you think that i'm like borderline homeless i i think there's always the line of that and i think that the more times that people wear these you know eccentric outfits that are just un they look ungodly costly i think that's that's people trying to flex and like, I have money because I have this $5,000 shirt on. And then you got the Zuckerberg or like that type of S that just wears like the V-neck. I think those are the people you look at and they're like, those are the people that got the money. So I look clothing, but I got gold on the side. Does that like, do you assume like that's know. pure gold or do you assume that that guy got that at a gas station and he probably, probably if it was you, I'd be like, he, he bought the real gold. If it was anyone else, I, I would probably say he spent the $3 on the spray, spray paint can to nice up the sides. I was shopping the other day, uh, down in Abbott County, which is this Avenue down in Venice beach. And I was going with a friend and we went to the store and they had gold chains and I, I like gold. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to this championship and I need a new gold chain and uh, it was it was it was like some kind of pendant thing, probably something you didn't find on the street. No, 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 no. This is not a gas station buy. I almost bought it. I'm so lucky they didn't fit me, but it would have been a bad day. It would have been a bad day because I just you know what they they there's there's no price tags on anything. Mm. If you ever get in a situation there's no price tags available, run for your life. Run. There was there was a famous quote. And it goes something like this. If you want to shop to not be able to look at the, I'm going to mess this up. If you want to be able to shop without looking at the price tag, you got to, you got to start working without looking at the clock. That's pretty true. I think there's a, I don't know what the balance is. Hey, did you know we have a special guest today? Do we? Yeah. It was by the name of AA, AKA Austin Snoston Alexander. And uh, he he runs he runs uh, this this little company called Battle Bunker, but it's starting to blow up. He might I've... come on the show, and and you know we might like expose his channel to like really get him the viewers that he needs. I think he needs Morningwood Radio to boost this boost his seat up a little bit. I know that he's trying to get a little oh oh who lives in a pineapple under the sea? Oh, Rod, you're not going to give me lint through like you did Hunter. Who's poor is in yellow? You're not going to give me an intro, Ryan? Is he? Dude, why don't I have a yellow Battle Bunker shirt? I know. I only got the green one. I've got you know, I've got plenty for you here. Austin's only giving me two shirts, and I worked my ass off for those two shirts. Yesterday, I was wearing my other one, the green one. It's yeah. covered in sweat, so I can wear it I'd give you, I'd give you test gear. You got sandbags, vest. You got test gear. Yeah. The test gear. Nice. You're welcome. You mean you mean the sandbags that I use I to test all of our workouts? Yeah. <laughs> I allowed you to have those. Did we lose him? 
I don't know. I'm fine. Uh, I'm right here. Uh, Zoom yeah. freeze. Maybe. Yeah. Cool. UFOs. UFOs. All right. I believe we have some uh, some questions to answer. We have a lot of things to answer, but let's check in with you first of all. Um, last time we talked, you were in the middle of a bodybuilding show. You were training for your. You just wanted to transform your body. You're working with some trainer, but you're working with a trainer to transform your body. You were getting ready for a um, a seventy point three Ironman. And then by accident, you got signed up for the Starvation Triathlon. I uh, Yeah. Tell me about your life, dude. What's what's new? People want to know because they're inspired by you. You run a fitness company now. So what have you been doing to keep up your fitness? Um, lots of long runs, bikes, swims. Also, a um, little bit less of the strength stuff, but I still go in the gym and do some some bodybuilding style stuff. It's it's therapeutic for me. Um. Yeah, about on the water, sixty-minute uh, swim workout, right? Yep, yep. Wow. The, the thing with swimming, like I can just keep going if I turn my brain off. Like I swam four miles in the Hudson Bay. Um, first mile felt like I was drowning, but then I was fine. The other three miles, it's just like swimming is so repetitive, and you all you hear is that water. So like with running, you know, you have your sight, you have your hearing. Beautiful day with water, you basically like have to turn your ears off too. Mm. So all you're seeing is the bottom of a pool. Your body's very just, similar to a beluga whale. It's what? You have a very similar body to a beluga whale, so I can understand how you feel very at home. Yeah, thank you. Awesome. Hey, haven't you lost like 20, 30 pounds so far? It's about about 20 pounds, yeah. I want to get down to about two, uh, 220. Dude, I would be pretty shredded. I'm well, 220 is the Clyde. What were, your, what were you at at your peak? 248. It was it like a shapely 248 or like a... It was like a burly. Like so a pesky burly. Yeah. yeah. yeah dude, I was rocking like a big old beer gut with, with 240. You're just guys. I was like halfway there. I, mm. I had just doing so much, it caused me to unfortunately not prioritize my training. And this year I said, you know, I'm going to prioritize my training. I started running again. Like I, I was built to run. I mean, I can run fast if I want. I can run long distance if I want. I just have put on so much weight in the last probably five years. I used to be 6'3", 180 pounds. When I got to 250, that's 70 pounds. What was your favorite body type? What year? Probably. Tell me. It had to be 2018. After my bodybuilding show. I had bulked up a little bit to a, a more comfortable, like, 215. And I was quick. I was fast. I could breathe well. I felt great. I do or I did? I did. You, I'm assuming you look great. I've seen some pictures. Should we... Let me see if I can bring up a, uh, a photo. You just watch any of his morning stories. He he likes to flex a lot in the mirror. Mm, boy. And these, show me that milk. <clears throat> uh... So one of the questions I really like to ask people, because um, Morningwood Radio is about that morning en- energy, like what what wakes you up in the morning these days? What's your thing? When you get out of bed, what's the first thing you think of? I think of how can I make what I'm doing better, whether it's a fitness goal or battle bunker or YouTube production, whatever it is. And I... I think about those thoughts on a walk. 
hardly, you know, no phone. I'll do make a story and promote sleep in the morning on my social media. And then I, I take a walk, a long walk, about 30, 45 minutes, and I center my thoughts. With the dogs? Like, what do I What do I want to do today? What do I want to get done today? And then I'll sit down. It used to be at 8, but now it's about 7. And I will schedule my day out from about 8 to about 4 p.m. And that's what I do. I mean, I, I've been very blessed to center what I love to do, center my job around what I love to do, making videos, working out, helping other people, hosting competitions, everything. So all of that excites me. Is there anything else about your morning routine that's magical besides that walk? Do you drink yerba mate? No, I'd wake up, I'd drink 16 ounces of water on the dot. You drink boba tea? Boba? You're, do you remember, Hunter, when I was at your house and I, first thing I would do, I would grab one of those 16.9 uh, ounce bottles of that Niagara and drink it. Mm-hmm. It's in my morning routine every single morning, 16 ounces. Uh, Austin carries around this big black bottle like a baby everywhere he goes. I like to, I have to stay hydrated. You know? Dude, Kenneth. You too. Kenneth just dropped this note on us. He's a room full of amazingly good looking dudes. I Thanks. love, Kenneth. dudes give such good compliments. You know, I'm just going to put this out there. Chicks need to step the fuck up. I know Austin doesn't like me cursing. But you guys need to start handing out more compliments. Like, dudes walk up to you all the time and compliment stuff that probably doesn't even really deserve a compliment because men are just like, they're prone to compliment women and praise women. Men deserve to be praised too. I think Austin's a fabulous looking guy. I think, you know, Ryan's got really good looking hair these days. I've been noticing it a lot lately. I'm like, I really like Ryan's hair. Men deserve to be complimented. Like, I I can honestly say, I I cannot remember the last time. I like the jawline, who. Thanks, babe. And it's it's nice. It doesn't cost you anything to compliment somebody. You don't have to like walk up and like put your hand down their pants and be like, ooh. No, just be like, hey, you're you're a good looking guy or you're a cool. You might person. have to. It, you you kind of got to walk that tightrope because if if you get a little bit too you know one way or the other, that that nice compliment could go from oh he's being a really nice dude to a creep. And I I don't know. I think. It, it no, turns very instantly into like, oh, that guy said I had a nice smile. That's a creep. And you're like, I'm, I just, I thought you had a good smile, dude. I, I comment like on people's photos all the time, like dude's photos. I'd be like, this guy's a cutie. Or, you know, yeah. just stuff to just hype him up. But in real life, it's so much better. So I've been practicing for a while. Just like if I see somebody, it's just an icebreaker. Not in the way that I need to start a conversation, but. I just recognize we all go through our lives with just like hands on our phones and doing random stuff, not paying attention. And you just walk up to somebody and be like, hey, man, I really like those shoes. Simple. Walk away. Yep. Yeah. Um, so other than that, we asked you what you've been inspired by these mornings. We asked you about your morning routine. Um, yeah, obviously, we've got something really big coming up, which is going to be the next chapter of Battle Bunker, and I'm assuming that takes up a lot of your time. It takes up a lot of my time, honestly. Um, I think about it constantly, and I think a lot of people have been showing up here. Marshall, Caleb, even JFit. There's already some guys just getting in here wrapping up questions, but uh, I don't know if you have a list of questions you want to kind of rattle off or if you just want to kind of bounce back and forth and just start to openly break down what the structure of our schedule is going to look like, um, what people can expect, what people should be prepared for. 
how would you like to handle this being that you are the founder of such a business? So I think we'll go with uh, the questions first. You have some, I believe, that you asked on Instagram, and so, so, so do we. So let's just go with some of those questions. Yeah, I'll love if, if you jump into, Hunter, if you jump into the, you know, uh, review questions uh, within the story, you should be able to populate through that. Okay. I got to go through this thing. I have this block on my phone. I've got one. I've got one for you, Hunter. This is a great one. Asked Ooh. by uh, Riley. Who comes up with the workouts and how do you come up with the workouts? Damn. Um, pretty excited about this question. Let me take off my sunglasses so I can directly address you, Riley. Is this a guy or a girl? This is a Riley Reno. A female listener. Uh, <laughs> we, I come up with the workouts and then I talk to Austin about them. It's not like this kind of closed experience where I come up with a workout, write it down on a piece of paper and then never talk to him again. Um, so I've been competing professionally for 12 years about and across a lot of different sports. And I've just recognized the things that tests a human's capabilities. And there's a couple things that I, I really align with. And there's some things that I think are kind of just gray, like they're there, they make noise, but they're not valuable especially in the way that we're trying to develop a new kind of athletic approach and athletic challenge and define a different form of fitness and performance. Um, I'm trying to isolate and find a certain person. So, you know, when we looked at the open, the open needs to be able to be done by everybody. It needs to be very basic um, because we want to be able to reach the masses and test the masses, get some awesome data. The regionals need to be a tier above that still somewhat basic movements, a little bit more intense, a little bit longer, a little bit more strange because, you know, we're going to end up in strange situations when we get to the championship level. So I need to start bringing that in. And when I say strange, it needs to be something that like, you know, push-ups, pretty common. I need to find something different. I need to test you mentally, physically, spiritually, so on and so forth. Are you um, talking about like, the yard work workout? No, I'm talking about so like that much worse one that really mixes up everyone's head, I think, is going to be um, the last athlete standing, that race where everybody is going to be going out on a track. Caleb addressed this to understand how um, the distance of it. It's going to be between two and 400 meters because each location is a little bit different, but each lap is going to be around 60 seconds um, to 80 seconds. Uh that, uh, that event right there is everyone's going to be going out in a pack and everyone's probably going to be charging and paces are going to be changing at all times to kind of mess with your competitors. And you have to play to your strong suits because you may not be the person who's got the stamina, but you maybe have the speed. So you might be able to make it through the first two rounds and really put yourself in a good position by running really fast in the beginning. So it's not a time trial. It's, it's a, a drop-off kind of event. So you'll notice strategy and you'll watch athletes really practice and learn how to jock for position. So that's a really exciting one. Um, but I've designed all these workouts because eventually what we wanted to prepare people for is getting them towards the championships, which is really the finding aspect of our sport. And at that level, it is such an incredible experience that we're designing. It's going to be unlike anything we've witnessed before inside the sports world. You know, we're taking sectors of special forces, high-performance training, psychological training and finding this incredible community of athletes and trust me like 
it's everyone's goal if you're listening to this to try to get there because the experience that we're going to create for you is so far above anything else you've witnessed. Um, it will really define your athletic career if you make it. Spot on. Talk about cash prizes. Austin and the oh, Anthony on uh, those first, second, thirds. Yep. So um, you're talking about $100 gift cards. No, uh, de- definitely not. There's some serious cash prizes involved. We started out the uh, a Starbucks gift the, card. <laughs> just started out the beginning of the year, and it was fifty-one thousand. And we made a change. We had to decrease it. Um, we spread out the cash prizes more. So we and I, I made sure all of the combine athletes knew this before we sent out regional invites, so they had the chance to deny if they wanted. Mm-hmm. And it was going to be 20K, I believe 5K and, uh, or 3K and 1K. And now it is 8K, 5K and 3K. Yeah. So, uh, well, eight, five, and I have to look at the, the announcement, but the cash prizes are spread out more. It overall decrease, but they are spread out. So when we made this notification, nobody denied because of the cash prizes. So we're still able to give like very high cash prize. I believe it's the highest cash prize in the sport, right, Hunter? Zoom freeze. Did we lose them again? Yeah, so so those are the cash prizes. And we also have a few, like we just gave away $1,000 in the combine. Like we gave, we're giving away a $1,000 um, honor award at the games. And there's going to be serious cash prizes involved. Are, is, is there an opportunity or chance to within the race uh, to win extra cash bonus prizes within that isn't part of like the first, second, third podium? It's like if you hit this time. Oh, there he is. Uh, let's bring him back. If you hit this time under a certain time, uh, or here, here's here's the event. If you do this under a certain time, you get a you know five hundred dollar cash bonus for for hitting that. Very possibly, yeah. We're we're gonna chat with with our sponsors to see if there's a sponsor like um, maybe Powerlift that wants to put some additional cash prize or help us put additional cash prizes on certain workouts. So yeah, there there are gonna be some some goodies in there. Do you guys Did like how it's re- reincarnated as Thunderham? <laughs> yeah, it's nice. <laughs> it's. It's pretty great. I'm not gonna lie. Um, what did I miss? I'm sorry. Something's wrong. Uh, we were talking about cash prizes. How it started out here, but then you know rearranging uh, what the first, second, and thirds are. But then that allows also talking to sponsors that within the event uh, there could be the potential of other cash bonus prizes that aren't necessarily dealing with you know winning the overall thing. Yeah. We, uh, I'll admit, like. I don't know. My best way of putting this is if you guys are an athlete, understand that um, we're designing the best opportunity possible. And the one thing that I have to say I'm really proud of of our business is we're unlike all these other companies that you'll compete with. You'll get the check within like 48 hours. So show up, throw down, cash your check shortly thereafterwards. Uh, We're designing this thing to really try to make sure that the experience for athletes is amazing at first. So we have to focus on the actual infrastructure of the business rather than the cash like prizes. And then from there, 
I think that's where a lot of these businesses screw up. And I've witnessed this over the past couple of decades is they start with these huge cash prizes and everything. And then all of a sudden the race lasts one season and then they blow up. Mm-hmm. We're building something that's going to be a truly um, a legacy business. And you guys, we promised to bring some really incredible, at, you know, aspects of performance training and, uh, you know, fitness culture and also some sick cash prizes. So you guys yeah, are rewarded. Ultimately, I want this to be a sustainable ecosystem for athletes to compete full time if they choose to do so. I want athletes that put in the time year round and compete. I want them to be able to do this full time, whether through sponsorships or, um, you know, building their social channels to partner with, with sponsors, cash prizes, um, anything, whether it's through licensing merchandise with their name on it. Like I, I want to provide an opportunity for athletes to, to do this full time. And right now in the, in the hybrid space, there's really not a place for athletes to do that full time. Would you agree, Hunter? I'm going broke doing high rocks to be totally honest. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I'll admit the reason why I'm so invested in Battle Bunker is I met Austin and I was really inspired by the guy. I don't meet a lot of people that work as hard as Austin does. And that was something that I'll be really upfront. Like, you know, that was the first thing that inspired me. I saw what he was doing. I was like, nobody's taking this approach and he's working hard. Secondly, I spent so many years in this sport watching everything that went right and also witnessing all the things that went wrong. And... I don't know almost any athletes in our sport that have been here that are able to really sustain and like sustain a career in this thing. It's extremely complicated. So I want to be able to design up an opportunity for athletes. Like I remember when I did OCR stars and I started it, the first person I thought of was, was VJ. This guy's the number one athlete in the world at obstacle course racing at the time. And he's not even able to make a dollar doing it really so basically i'm going to work my ass off to make sure that you know athletes in the future are able to have a better opportunity than i did going through the same exact thing so that would be honestly like a, a goal of mine. i'd be i'd be so proud i don't I need to make it vj is yeah yeah he flipped it around he's like i don't i don't know if he's gluing he's got parts and bits and pieces and he's he's doing his own thing or like designers are worried but he's like i glued this on there's a bubble but i'm you know gonna strip it and, and re-glue it but he's yeah he's got the design rubber uh uh sole and and he was talking about you know design features of this new shoe that he's ringing rad yeah super rad but uh you know that's that was the point that i was trying to make i just want to address something uh here's a question Someone's been asking about uh, the push aspect of our of our um, training, and there's not a lot of pull. In reality, I don't see a lot of pull in uh, sports that we do. I see a lot of, you know, pick things up, move things. So the movements that are going to be inside a battle bunker, regionals, is a shoulder to overhead, which is technically a push, but not. it's like a full body thing. Um, a push-up whatever in a squat that you know it's legs and then you have bench press deadlift so it's it's not really that biased in reality the deadlift is a massive pull and what you're going to witness in the championship level is 
you're not going to be seeing people doing dumbbell rows or tons of pull-ups and stuff. That would be maybe 10% of our range of motion for an event like Battle Bunker. Um, I'm trying to prepare you guys for things that you're going to witness, experience, and need to be ready for at the championship level. You're not going to be, you know, in these smooth, smoothed out CrossFit rings where you're doing muscle ups and slow motion and stuff. And you're not going to be doing, you know, really nice knurled, perfect Alico bars where you're doing snatches and stuff. Be ready to take things from the ground and do some gnarly work with them. Get ready to move heavy things at rapid paces and then get ready to run as hard as you possibly can. So, Hunter, I, I got a question for you. The The workouts that you're putting together for the for the regionals and then the finals and then the, the game day show, are these workouts like to the T that you've done in previous competitions or it's kind of like a hybrid to where it's like in this competition we had this, in this competition, you know, a year later we had this and you're like doing like a, a, a hybrid of, of those things to create the championship workout? Uh, to be honest, what I did was I took experiences from past years. I took studying special forces or highest level of tactical um, first responder tests. And I started to bounce back and forth from experiences and just looking at things like that. So the, the barbell capacity test, I basically took a time domain that you'd witness in any kind of basic military PT test. And I realized, I said, push-ups and pull-ups and sit-ups aren't great indicators of performance. I'm, I, um, so basically from there, I, uh, I decided to put barbells in because I think it's more important to be able to see someone's ability to move higher amounts of weight in short periods of time. So like, that's an example. The yard work one, it reminded me a lot of Murph, but I recognize that in reality, the pull-ups and Murph don't make a lot of sense. Um, the way that the CrossFit world has used butterfly pull-ups, it's kind of almost entirely eliminated the actual capacity of a pull-up. Um, like I think I did the pull-ups in like under two minutes when I did Murph, and I didn't use my upper body at all. I just found ways to worm through it. So it it's not super meaningful in the test that we're trying to figure out. So those are just some basic breakdowns behind what we're doing. Okay, let's move into uh, to another question. Yeah. Can we use hands on knees while doing weight vest squats? No. Hands. That's, that, that's not a squat. That's you blowing your butt and then pushing yourself back up again with your arms. Yeah. Question from Luke. Luke, yeah. you're a cheater. I agree. Uh, are we allowed to drop deadlifts from the top? You are. So what is considered, another question uh, from Monique, what is considered a full rep deadlift? Is it ground to ground or ground to top? Technically ground to top. Um, you know, the test of a deadlift is not the lowering capability. It's the lift. So in my mindset, I've never tested someone's ability to lower a bar back down unless you're doing a negative, which is not part of our test. Yep. So technically, if you want to go singles the entire time, you certainly can. The one thing that I'm going to warn everybody for is like, you will get no rep. So we want to see full lockout and like a brief pause at the top and then a down. Like a lot of people I've watched in competitions pick these things up and they, they're traveling upward as they're letting go of the bar. 
and they allow the extension of their shoulders to kind of come through as the bar is not really even their hands anymore. So that's a really simple like, trick that people like to do. What about like bouncing it off the ground? Yeah, so, we're not gonna allow we're not gonna allow bouncing. We'll bounce, we'll pull yeah. we'll pull your score if we if we catch you guys are bouncing. We have judges, you know, I'll be there. Don't screw up your reps. Like, you know, be efficient. If you're getting one rep for every two seconds, you know, that's a lot of reps. That's a lot of reps. And for the guys especially, oof, that'd be painful. So I trust you guys can have control. I'll know if you're balancing and not. Have control, show good form, and you guys will get points. All right. Uh, I, I've been getting this question a ton, and I've already said conventional, but another question from Monique, conventional or sumo deadlift? Or conventional. Yeah. Listen, sumo deadlifts are real deadlifts? No. There's not one real-world movement where you do brace in a split. Um, you know, I, I'm not going to speak fully on the conventional deadlift because every single time I start to get a little wild, I can see, um, uh, Austin shudder whenever I say something, he goes, tries to dodge it. But <laughs> listen, guys, let's be realistic. Conventional debt, uh, sumo deadlifts are embarrassing. Anybody who allowed that in competition in reality, guys, this is, this is an athletic performance based test. It's not a, whatever the heck you call that kind of lift test. So you will have your 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 feet between your hands, and you will lift like an adult. <laughs> Perfect. I mean, yeah, I just Hunter is so uh, like unpredictable. Sometimes I never know what he's going to say. So um, yeah, that's why I kind of I kind of he, flint, he flint. gets so nervous around me. Where are we going with this? Sometimes I don't get nervous. Station, and I don't know where I'm going to finish. I saw before, though, when I mentioned the hand down the pants thing, you dodged and you put your hand like this. It was an immediate reaction. You're like, oh, I got to hide. Right, you don't even uh, notice. Ten, nine, uh, eight, seven, six. You got to so bring up the videos. I've got too bad at ADD for you guys to keep on playing these things. That's a great that's test. Happy. Yeah, that's, that's Farron Morgan right there from the UK. I love Farron Morgan. Yeah, he's great. MVP um, in my heart. Another question. I'll answer this. Will the competition be posted on YouTube? Yes, we are live streaming both regionals. Um, and then obviously we're we're live streaming the the championship. The championship, the live stream is going to be so much better than it than it was last year. It was already pretty good last year, in my opinion. How how are you up in the ante on uh, doing doing the live stream for these events? Uh, yeah, from different stri- different streaming softwares. We have better internet connectivity. We are also have things like um, a sliders and motion um, like camera operators. So the cameras will be like, you know, kind of like similar to NFL or sporting where the cameras uh, will be on a crane. Yeah. Cranes. Um, yeah. So we've, we're putting a lot of production to the live stream. I'm very, very excited about that. Is that my candle boys? Uh, let's catch up in the chat. Uh, what brand weight vest is provided? Can we bring our own? You cannot bring your own. You will have for females, 14 pound brute force weight vests. And then for men, 20 pound brute force weight vests. Same as the sandbags. The sandbags do have handles. They are brute force athlete bags. So if you go on the brute force website, look at the bag, that's what you'll be using. Very cool. Toads. 
are they one of your sponsors or are you just like, this is a good brand. So Austin Alexander credit card bought these. No, they're, they're, they're just coming in as a gear sponsor. Very cool. I, I spoke to or Hunter and I spoke to Jeff, the CEO and, and Mark over there. And they will be, I believe they will be on site with us as well. Nice job, Brute. I have to admit, I have a Brute sandbag from 2017 and I have beat that thing to death and it's never broken. Here's a question from Marshall. Hunter, you, you and I just spoke about this about an hour ago. Yeah. Uh, we are amending the rules. I s- thought about it greatly. Um, I'm sorry for anybody who's going to be heartbroken by this, but um, things change and it's for the better. When you guys are benching from your butt cheeks to the top of your shoulder blades need to be in contact. And if you, none of that powerlifting kind of bow out, uh, so flat back, we're going to be looking. And if you guys lift off a little bit, like we'll warn you, if you continue to lift off, you'll get no reps. This is just going to be for the sake of making sure that all reps are going to be easily judged and easily repeatable. So flat backs on the bench. Okay. Here's another question. So we've made, um, equipment. If you want to use wrist wraps that's good lift lifting straps will not be allowed to help you hold the bar yeah yeah so because another important thing during these workouts is grip you know heck was that not sure okay here's another question push-ups can we rest in the down position sort of like hand release push-up yeah yep you can do anything you you want to rest but keep in mind that's you know gonna extend your time but yes you can jordan yeah and we realize people are going to be failing on um on the push-ups like it's it's um we don't expect you to do them unbroken at all just get the reps done one thing i'll warn you guys that i notice happens a lot is people do the push-up and as they're going up into the push-up they put their knees down so make sure you guys fully lock out your push-ups show a push-up and then put your knees down just be careful I don't want you guys to get the no reps. Another question from from Jordan. What are the squat standards? Pretty simple. Squat down, break parallel, stand up, full lockout. Yeah, so full lockout, break hip crease 90, break 90, and then hips fully extended at the top, correct? Yes. Yeah. I'll warn people, these vests, just to give you guys a head up, are unlike 511 tactical or plate carriers, typical plate carriers. If plate carriers are beneficial on push-ups and they're non-beneficial on squats because they usually get in the way of your hip, like, you know, hip range of motion. So guys, you should try to test workouts with these kinds. Um, your full range, the range of motion on the push-ups is going to be harder and the squats are going to be easier, just to give you guys a heads up. Hunter, did you have any questions on on your Instagram that people uh, asked? You know, it's really interesting. Sometimes I'll have guests on and everybody asks like very important um, questions and very valuable ones. And then there's other guests where they just come on and just completely rag on the guest and I. Like people want to know if we're going to arm wrestle. They want to know. It's basically, it's a gag, a gag list. You're a fun, you're a fun guy. They just want to have fun with you. Well, Hunter and I will arm wrestle at regionals at some point. Dude, I don't want to snap your arm off. It's going to be dangerous. Dude, say biceps win races. Let's see it. Yeah, it's actually, 
It's my forearms. People don't understand how big my forearms are. That's a piston right there. Yep. Uh, some Murph squats are a bit questionable. Only reason I asked. Well, you may be right about that. Yeah, we got judges out there, so don't worry about it. We'll show you what it looks like, and then you will repeat it. And if you do it wrong, you will be told. It. Okay. Do you want to go into scoring? Golf scoring. Golf scoring. Um. Yeah. Let me just break this down, guys. So workout one, you can be time capped. It's basically you're going to cross the finish line. Whoever crosses first, you know, gets a score of one, then two, then three, then four. And then if you guys get time capped, it's based off the number of repetitions you get. So the run is the score of just one. That's one point. But then all of a sudden, if you do all the the push presses at 60 points, then the push-ups is 120 points, and then it's 240 for the squats. Let's just say for some reason, you know, one person gets 300 reps and the other person gets 305. Pretty simple to see who won that. Um, our judges will be keeping track of you. The second workout, uh, it's a combined score. So let's just say you get 40 deadlifts and 10 bench press. That's a score of 50. If you get the score, same, another person gets 20 and 30. The person that's got the higher double average wins. So we're looking for inadequacy in movements. So if you're a person who's got a substantially fantastic deadlift, but you have a really inadequate bench press, we see weakness and you'll be docked for that. So that's a tiebreaker right there. Um, As far as the run goes, you guys, it's going to be golf scoring as well. It's always the same. Every single lap, three people are going to be dropped and they're going to be given the same amount of points. So the first group gets the lowest, uh, highest amount of points. The second group gets the second highest amount of points, so on and so forth. And then in the last three laps, it's only going to be one person dropped at a time. So we're now on the last laps. These athletes are going around. Athlete three gets dropped. Now we're running with two athletes. Athlete um, two gets dropped and we're left with this last athlete. And that athlete will get the score of one and it will go upward from there. So it's and the fastest fast around the track. Fastest around the track for the first uh, hand. Yeah. Yeah. Dropping down from 21 to 18 to 15 to 12 to 9 to 6 to 3. The 3 at the 3 mark, it will be going to individuals. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's where we're going to get those last refined level of points. If you guys have tiebreakers, let's just say you have the, there's three athletes with a score of, um, 10 you know we've got three athletes with a score of 10 the person with the highest level let's say one of those athletes got the score of one one and eight that athlete clearly won two workouts and you know that person will then all of a sudden be the highest of those people that all scored 10 and so on and so forth um if you guys have questions we'll very clearly outline this the thing that i always tell people in these situations the fastest way to beat the scoring system is to beat everybody else. Run faster than your competition. Are, are you going to give uh, no reps and and uh, time penalties? Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, the only thing that I would want to warn you guys about is like rep is all about range of motion. Do good reps. You don't have any issues. Um, as far as the only thing you could really get penalties on is if we like clearly see you guys impeding other people's performances like if you guys are like going and you're running and for some reason like you kick somebody behind you or in front of you 
we'll we'll drop you. DQ um, from the entire event or just that race? I mean, we could drop you from that just that race. But if you get dropped from any of these races, you yeah. are pretty much dropped. You're not going to make it to championships. Championships is held in sunny Southern California in Chula Vista, right around the corner from Austin's house. You guys will be hosted at the Olympic tra- or Elite Training Center. And, you know, you get to spend the night. You get to be fed amazing food. You get to hang out with us. You want to get there. It's snazzy. Very nice. The, the, um, the Hypercon Games, it comes with your food and your stay. And it's all on site where you will be competing. For, I won't talk too much about Grit Day, but, uh, yeah, I won't even say anything about Grit Day. But, but it's all... It's an all-inclusive. I mean, you're getting great, getting great food. We love working with the training center. It's, it's, everything is on campus. Everything you need is on campus. And uh, I'm excited for the Hypercon Games, even though we we have until October still about five, maybe yeah, about five months out. We're already starting to plan. I mean, we've already planned um, the majority of it. Do you have the date, Austin? Is it going to be around? Out of work. October 28th and October 29th. Gotcha. Yep. When it's Saturday and a Sunday. Two-day event? Two-day event. That's I sent out questionnaires and uh, feedback forms from the athletes, and probably 70% said, make this a two-day thing. Make this yeah. like longer and experience. We don't want to fly out here for one day. And I was like, all right, cool, two days. Uh, if, it keeps, if it keeps me getting bigger, we'll go three days. If it keeps getting bigger, we'll go four days. I think what I really want to do is take these guys to Mountain HQ Crestline, and make them have to tussle with the big people at the bar there. That's oh, a workout. Yeah. What, what, I, I think of maybe, maybe in the future, I think one of the qualifying events would be like run the devil's butt crack because that is <laughs> oh, not awful. Dude, the race. butt crack is the <laughs> best. Oh, it's juicy. All right. Question from Guru, Guru Meditations. On the lap running, how will you keep track when people start getting lapped by the front mm. pack? And it is hard to tell who the last three are. It's not hard to tell. You guys are all going to be wearing shirts with numbers on them. We have judges that keep track of it. We have judges that keep track of every individual athlete. So it's our judges' jobs to keep track of their athletes, and we'll keep track of the laps that they're doing, so it'll be very clear. Um, And then there's the difference of like, hey, this person's running really fast and this person's running really slow, so it does make a pretty big difference, the tortoise versus the hare. Guys, this will be over quickly. It will be a bloody... A bloodbath out there. So there's no time to run slow. No one's going to be really getting lapped. And um, the distance is going to be pretty spaced out. There's a lot of distance for athletes to. There's going to be athletes that are very spread out. Yeah. It's going to be a bad day. It's going to hurt, especially after those deadlifts. Oh. I got a question for you, Austin. Uh, ESPN just posted a video of this man running through, I don't know what type of course or where he was at, but just looks like he uh, is very involved in uh, like the American Ninja Warrior course. Would you say an athlete, do you know what video I'm talking about? He, he starts like scaling a wall and then he's like flipping from side to side on all these different hand grip motion and like he goes through a quick. So do you think uh, an athlete like that who's really good at one focused, you know, obstacle course but possibly not so good. Do you, do you think like an athlete like that is going to come out on top, or you're looking for probably a person that that has a little bit more strength behind their their themselves to to do the whole gambit? 
Yeah, I, I don't think no, an athlete that's that's good in one realm is not they're gonna have less of a chance of succeeding. Like in Battle Bunker, I don't know if you guys noticed, but Isaiah Vidal, he did not come in first place in any of the workouts, did he hunter? Mm, no. But he placed pretty high in all the workouts. Like we're not looking for a specific athlete who's great at strength and and bad at running. Yeah. We we we're looking for athletes who are well rounded. This is hybrid. An athlete that that can go from a heavy squat to a last athlete standing sprint. So, and we saw last year, like a lot of some of the world's top obstacle racers, you know, Leon, and then we had uh, Rylan, great, great athletes, great obstacle racing athletes, great endurance athletes, but didn't do so hot at the FUBAR event. So, um, yeah, athletes will need to be well-rounded, less skill. There's no Olympic lifts in what we do. You, you're not going to find handstand walks. You're not going to find kipping pull-ups. This isn't CrossFit. This isn't OCR. This is hybrid. This is hypercon. Barbell snatch. No snatches. Yeah, I love it. Um, Miles Johnson asked if there's going to be a spotter on the bench. There will be only somebody there to help you from dropping the bar in your face but not picking it up to begin with. So every yep. movement that you initiate needs to be done by yourself. Mm-hmm. So unracking, you will have to unrack the bar by yourself. And have when you, you given the weight standards for what the bench is going to be for men, and women, one eighty five, mm. one eighty five for men, and then what's the weight for women? One. Yeah. So yeah, we're we're not going to let you, Miles. We're not going to let you guys drop the weight on yourself. There will be a spotter. There will be multiple judges. There will be two athletes benching at a time, and two athletes deadlifting at a time. So it's not like we're going to have the whole gym full, like unlimited racks and bars. People will be hyper-focused on on your your go. We'll be counting reps. And like we have 21 judges for event one, but then event two, you know, we're still going to have 21 judges watching. So we're going to have a lead score. We'll have a transition score. We'll have Hunter there directing. Yeah, everything's going to be, it's going to, it's going to be safe. Yeah, I picked those weights because I Googled what the average male Marine weight was just to find out kind of like what's the weight of an average person who's active military. And it was 175 pounds. So just to make it, you know, rad, I bumped it up an extra 10. Mm. So a follow-up for Miles. Oh, you want to answer this? You want me to answer it? Follow-up. Clark starts when? Oh, on the... Uh, so the way this works, guys, is understand that there is going to be a running clock. It's I'm going to be the master clock. The way it's going to work is athlete one is going to go. You've got 60 seconds to do work. We are going to let you know that basically, um, you know, 10 seconds, five, four, three, two. Uh-oh. Zoom freeze. Yeah, Zoom freeze. You guys are gone. Okay, you're back. We got you. What happened? What did you miss? Uh, five, four, three, two. Okay, yep. So we're going to give you the countdown of when you're going to get off the bench. As soon as you're done your last rep, you basically have less than 10. You have 10 seconds to clear yourself off and put the next athlete in. And then you guys are going to start moving on. Boop, boop, boop. Every single minute, someone shifts forward. Shifts forward. So by the fourth minute, you are now loading yourself onto the bar. That same athlete for minute one, now on the fourth minute, 
is now on the bar for the deadlift. Athletes are always going to be taking the space of the athlete ahead of them at the top of every single minute. I will be the master clock. I will be very loud and proud about the master clock. The only way that you guys can get in trouble in this situation is if you impede forward movement, you will get DQ'd. All you have to do is just listen to instruction and allow everybody to move forward to the best of their abilities and do not impede forward movement, okay? So I'm going to say, hey, guys, okay, great job on the bench. Get up, get going. Next athlete, we are going in five, four, three, two, go. And I am on this clock. I've got a wristwatch and I got a stopwatch. I'm going to have an assistant instructor with me there as well. Yep, pretty basic stuff, guys. Everyone's seen a watch before. Um, we are going to be really on top of this and you are going to have your own judge. Everybody gets their own judge with a piece of paper. Afterwards, you can look at your scorecard immediately, whatever the heck you want to do, but you need to move on. Yeah. Um, and when people hear 10 seconds, they're, they're like, oh shoot, that's not a lot of time. It's, you know, when you're done with the weight, your racket, 10, nine, eight, Seven. It's a lot of time to transition. And three of those transitions will be transitioning to rest. So, yeah, just be prepared for your sets when you go. There's going to be a three-minute rest between the bench and the dead. And, yeah, it'll be great. Uh, here's another good question from Guru Meditations. I'll answer that we have a man by the name of Jason Clark that's going to be shadowing Hunter at Eastern Regionals. And then he's going to be the race director for Western Regionals. He was uh, involved with a competition last year. Great friends with him. He's a fitness trainer. He's a dad. He's a Marine. And he's an overall great guy. Yeah. I don't even have a resume that good. No, you don't. I'm going to have to fire you and hire him. Are we going to get Hunter a bullhorn this year? Uh, I need a bullhorn. I lost my voice last year. I need a better bullhorn. Yeah. We'll we'll have some uh, some megaphones and a bullhorn and yeah, whatever. Whatever you need. I got a fanny pack. I've got a really good hat. I've got a bullhorn. Question. Fanny pack back in the day when I was growing up in the 90s was always worn, you know, in the front front little pouch. Now it's like sling it over the shoulder. Are, 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 are you wearing it seatbelt style or are you wearing it like traditional put it on the fanny waist? Everyone, everyone likes this tote purse thing. I don't do the tote purse thing. I wear it like a regular fanny pack. Yeah. And I love it. I, I I really do love a good fanny. Um, what else can we cover, guys? I mean, listen, I want to cover the master clock. Expect to be starting workout one by six seven o'clock, like hard. And it is going to be a very militant clock. You know, seven to seven forty five. Males are going as soon as the clock's done. Clear the field. 7.45 to 8, athlete resets, judges resets, female athletes, 8 to 8.45, 15, um, and then from there we have a break. The next clock, I believe we're starting at 11. Um, I have to get everything down, then all of a sudden we're basically going to go to like 11 to 12.30, then you guys have your lunch break, and then we are going to be doing our last workout, I think, starting at 2. It's like... It is going to be going very, very quickly. And you guys will get this master sheets and everything will be fine. Everything will be displayed. 
Um, the reason why it's designed this way is because Austin is running a live stream the entire time, and this is going to be fitting inside of the live stream. Understand, guys, that pretty much camera is going to be running at all times. Um, you know, we are we are like a media-driven company. Austin is a media guru, and I think it's a really awesome opportunity that we're trying to take this sport and make it, and all the athletes, and make them stars. Um, I have not seen that since being in this sport ever. So uh, we want to do it the right way. Um, it will be my job as a race director to make sure the events are running smoothly, the scoring is going smoothly, and the athletes fully understand everything that they have to uh, need to know. The rest of the team is there for support and logistics. Austin's in charge of media. Don't go to Austin and ask him questions that are meant for me. Don't go for, to me and get questions that are meant for Austin. It's not that we don't want to help you guys out, but in, in the form of efficiency, we're trying to do the best of our abilities and we want to make sure that everybody gets 100% focus and the best opportunities coming from our team. And I'm sure that you'll have people along the way, like uh, if, if you're going straight up to Austin for like, hey, where's the restroom? There's probably three people that you could probably talk to before it gets to like, these are probably high level questions that need to be brought into you, brought to you, not just, hey, uh, uh, what, what's the best place to eat around here? No, I mean, listen, I, I'll tell you where the bathroom is. I will tell you guys, last time we did this, like the clock is moving so hard and so fast. It's just so insane. It doesn't seem like we want to pay attention to you guys. It's just, it is a treadmill that is constantly running. And if we're not running, then we get, we get scooped up and we get put on our ass. In it. Yeah. Um, Miles, this is, uh, yeah, a great idea. We are going to be sharing the live tune in link. So you, so the athletes during the downtime or pre time can tune in and we'll be conducting interviews. Yeah. That's what we did last year. Matt B. Davis did a great job. He will be on site with us during the Eastern regionals and we will be facilitating that. Yeah. That's a, val a valuable part of the, the live stream. You guys will just be able to tune in from your phones to talk to us. You'll be able to see us just like you are now. And yeah, that's going to be a part of the, the athlete check-in. We're going to say, if you have time, you know, a few minutes, hop on the stream. We may, may or may not bring you on depending on how your connection is and what, whatever you can use your cell phone connection, tune in and say, what's up, say, Hey to your family, you know, whatever. Hey, I just, I just got the question as far as deadlift goes. It doesn't matter what grip you use. Um, you can switch grip, you can change grips. You can drop the bar and then change the direction of your grips. It doesn't matter. You can do whatever you want as far as your hands go, but you can't have anything that helps you hold the bar. Mm. Um, I'll do a schedule rundown again, just because I have it right here. Start, and this goes for Eastern and Western Regional. Start 7 to 7.15. Yard work is two hours. Each, each wave, male wave, female wave, are capped at 45 minutes. We'll end that at 9.15. Then at 1030, if you notice, you have an hour and 15 minutes of downtime, chill, hydrate, talk, go to the live stream, whatever, while we, while we develop and calculate scoring from the first workout. Then at 1030, we'll go into the barbell capacity test. Five minutes per athlete, we'll end that at 12 noon, so about an hour and a half. Keep in mind, you will have two minutes that you are on as a competitor during that hour and a half. So there will be times where you're going to be up. There will be times where you're going to be down. Workout three starts at 1.30. This is the last athlete standing. We project 75 minutes for this, and it will be done at about 2.30, and then we'll develop scoring. You'll have a chance to chat with spectators. We have a lot of spectators coming to both regionals. They're already signed up, 
and hop on the live stream, come chat, have some fun, eat a muffin, eat a banana, whatever you want to do, hydrate, and then we'll we'll announce Hypercon Games qualifiers at the live at the on the live during the regionals. Well, I'm pumped. I'm too. I'm dude. I'm excited. This gets me really gets me going. Dude, I didn't sleep at all last night. I had one of the most hectic days of my life yesterday, and I need to chill out. This is the last piece of work I have before I leave for Manchester. When are you leaving? Tomorrow. Double. Uh, 8.30 at night. Alex missed his flight today, so I'm probably going to put him in his bag, in my, uh, in my check bag. Yeah. So, yep. We're, yeah. just, um, we're just a team of boys just trying to figure out this world. Yep. I get there. I immediately get in. Uh, I land at two thirty. George and I are gonna go to the like Street weird art. bath bathhouse spa, and um, I I reference it. It's, it seems like a human trafficking spa, but it's not. I guess. But we are Gabe bathhouse. What's that? Is that a Gabe bathhouse? No, no, no. It's just weird. It's just it's a very weird space. Like you go in there, you're like, this doesn't feel like a professional arrangement, but, uh, it's very nice. Uh, so we'll do that. Um, Saturday night, we all go out, have a big celebration. And then all of a sudden I go into just like bubble boy mode where I hide out. And then I'll literally land the following Thursday in, uh, North Carolina. We do this, pack the bags. And then I will not hear you. You guys won't hear from me for about almost three weeks. I'll be in the woods. I don't know what I'm going to do with my mornings. I know. It's going to be tragic. You're going to have to run the show without us. Does anybody have any more questions before we bounce out of here? Uh, Guru does. Yeah, I think we're going to sweep the podium. I don't know, though. I mean, it'd be it'd be pretty ridiculous if we did take a European sport and just smack them around like that. Yep. Um Yeah. Guru guy, um, that was year one staff. We had to upgrade grade the staff. We had to upgrade ourselves. That includes myself in that equation. So, yeah, I wouldn't worry about it. Um, I'd worry about working hard, and we're going to focus on that. You guys good? Okay. It was a great show. That was a great <laughs> show. I'm really pumped that we got this information out there so that we got no questions and you guys are going to be set. You have X amount of weeks leading up to this thing. With the information that you have from this podcast, please go train to the best of your ability. Have an absolute blast between now and then, and we really look forward to seeing you guys at the championship. For sure. Austin, yep. Ryan, I love you both. Love you guys, too. Be nice out. Thanks for taking it. Later, Gator. Yeah.